Welcome to this week's episode of the So Far So Rare podcast. This week I'm joined by Desper. The So Rare NBA has launched. This guy knows basketball. He's been on So Rare since about February. Um, and I've, I've talked to him before and I said, you know, there's no better man. Welcome Desper. How are we? Hello everyone. I'm doing great. And this is a pleasure to join you, John, today on the So Rare podcast. I think you might be our first ever Polish guest. Yeah, I believe so. I try to like you know catch up with all the podcast uh, episodes, and I don't think anyone from my country. There might be someone yet. who's like like who's got like a mom or dad, but who grew up somewhere else because no one's necessarily got a Polish accent or said they're Polish. So it's interesting. Um, you said you started to try and make content, but there wasn't a, a massive Polish community. Uh, not yet. We have like you know a couple guys, uh, guys like you know much longer with the story than I am. Uh, but it was not yet at the place where where the Polish language uh, type of content on YouTube will be will be the thing. Yeah. Um, so you've got an interest in the NBA, which is obviously very pertinent, but you've also been playing the football side. So maybe we'll start a bit about you first and how you've got to here, and then we'll talk about obviously the big thing this week, which is NBA. And I appreciate a lot of people who listen are here for the football and mightn't care, but I do think there is a lot to learn from the launch of the NBA, the way the game's structured. Um, and there's lots to talk about there. And obviously, we'll be talking about football too. So, Desperate, we'll start us off um, in terms of, you know, you've been on the platform since the 8th of February, 2022. Um, exactly. What I like about you coming on as well is you've got exclusively limited cards. Your gallery, according to SoRare data, lists roster valuations around an ETH. Um, and the reason I say that is it's probably a slightly different um, perspective than a lot of the wheels that I've been having on recently. Um, it's nice to have diff- different gallery sizes and it's great to have you on. So talk to me about, I suppose, your first eight months. Um, and yeah, go for it. Let people know who you are. Okay, so it was very specific for me because uh, I was looking for this type of uh, platform, like, you know, the, the fantasy football, fantasy basketball or anything similar for a long time. I tried a couple of apps like, you know, on Yahoo, the EPL and other stuff, but it was not quite what I was interested in because you don't own the, the players, the cards. You don't have like, you know, that possibility to have so much customization for your gallery uh, as you have on the solar. And it was by accident when I uh, stamped on the solar. It was probably on the one of the videos uh, from Nependez, I believe. And it was the first time I heard about the solar. And that was really weird for me because uh, I was looking for it and I didn't see it before for some reason. So I started to like, you know, digging in, uh, looking for other content creators, for example, uh, you, uh, Chani and and uh, I believe Fiago. So started like, you know, going through the videos and I'm the type of guy who like to do the research, right? So before I started my account on the server, I was just like, you know, going through the guides, through the videos, a lot of like, you know, the forums, topics, Discord, everything. And then I was like, okay this is it this is it i need to just create an account and see how how are you playing right mm. and what i remember and now i will be probably a little bit embarrassed um, i selected like you know main teams uh who i want to have on the start and i select liverpool but at the time uh, if i remember correctly the liverpool cards were not handled anymore so i was like okay so this is my card this is my card this is my card I don't have any guys from Liverpool, so that was like you know a, a big flaw yeah. with with my with my research. Yeah, but I get like you no know, Lewandowski in uh, Bayern Monaghan, so I still have his common card and he's banking for me. I'm pretty happy with it. And after that, um, not long uh, later, I believe I joined your community, the Discord, mm. uh, discuss with a lot of guys. 
and decide to try to like you know buy uh, small limited cards and focus only on the limited uh, because this is the budget I was uh, feeling comfortable with. So uh, that was the that was the beginning, and I started with the like you know European players. You probably remember my uh, Bruges stack, I the do, defensive yeah. stack. Yeah, yeah. But after a couple of uh, game weeks, couple of months, I just decided, okay, it's it's not for me. Uh, you know, the um, Europe is is just stacked with all that Ajax, PSG, Bayern uh, teams. So I figure out the MLS will be the better way, and it paid off already after a couple of game weeks. It's funny, like the MLS is something I've always struggled to get into, but when I look at your gallery, it looks like you have lots of stacks of MLS teams and lots of sort of Yeah, at least, at least three teams, at least three teams. I have currently, I believe, the full Philadelphia stack, almost full, because I have uh, 23 out of 24, I believe, minted cards for the Philadelphia from this season. Uh, I only miss Carranza because I have him from the last season, and I don't have the one backup goalkeeper for Philadelphia. So I have almost every card from them. I also have a small stack uh, from Austin, just updated it uh, like two days ago with Druzy and Facundes. And I also have the Seattle stack slowly being built up. So, and a lot of like, you know, sub guys from other teams. Mm. I'm seeing there are 22 Philadelphia Union players, 10 yeah, Austin exactly. players, and then lots from other teams. But um, that's mad. Why Philadelphia? Is it... What the- yeah, to be honest, uh, the MLS was mystery for me for a long, a long time, right? And I started to discuss with people on on uh, Discord community, both your Discord and uh, official Solar Discord, and the main topic was how good is Philadelphia this season, right? How good mm-hmm. they are playing, the historical numbers, and a lot of people started to say, okay, they cannot progress with this type of efficiency through the whole season because this is MLS, everything can happen, and I was like. Okay, dare me. And <laughs> just like, you know, select <laughs> Philadelphia started building up. And to be honest, they are still banging. They are in the playoffs and they will be playing, I believe, uh, tomorrow at the 2 a.m. So mm. I'm really hoping it will pay off again. <laughs> and will you stay up and watch that? Uh, it will be hard because I don't have, like, you know, the. Uh, USA ESPN subscriptions and they are not ah. streaming it on the Twitter. So I'm really happy for the next season where when the Apple TV will have the rights for the worldwide streaming. And then I will for sure try to watch as many games as possible. Right now it's difficult. So I will just yeah. handle with highlights. I'm, I'm looking at your, your rewards there and you had an absolute belter. Um, I imagine you won it with one of those stacks. Um, yes, you, yes. You if, you, if you look at the last game weeks, exactly. This was with the Philadelphia Union stack. And the funny thing was that Kai Wagner was out with the red card from like you know, the previous game week. And I was like, okay, he's one of the best scoring players for the Philadelphia. So what we will do right now, but they were facing not as good team. Uh, it was Toronto, if I remember correctly. And I figured out, okay, if stars will align, it need to be on the all-star. And that was happy happy day for me because you know uh other day european teams don't perform so well mbappe have like 40 points if i remember correctly a lot of wales didn't uh have like you know uh enough points and i just landed the top 20 win the darwin nunes so mls is being upgraded again <laughs> darwin yeah i stand and win you know I'm, I'm looking there i've got your team on the screen for people um if people are watching this on youtube they can see it so 433.95 points obviously a 4-0 win 72 points after the bonus for for the keeper blake there and then elliot yeah, and 100 point captain that's the <laughs> thing Catholic. and that's the thing it's it's absolutely pivotal you see when you hit that 100 point captain ah it's nothing better um and michael 
Ur, Ur, Uhe, Ure, Ur? Ure, I believe. Yeah, he's Ure. Danish, if I remember correctly. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I, I'm not sure. I may be butchering right now his name, but it's Ure, I believe. Something like that. Well, what a team a big win in darwin and i suppose in terms of like the the size of your gallery like what a return one fourth i believe or one third at the time so it was a big roi wow that's outrageous well done um so yeah looking at that class um so this is where we're at now you've, you've been on the platform about eight months um you're amassing quite the philadelphia union um sort of full team stack or like the full team collection i suppose yeah exactly um and now as you're you're sort of you're you're getting big in there you know you've just won a big reward you're able to strengthen here and there whatever nba comes and you obviously have a love for the nba or a love for basketball and and you you have a lot of knowledge in it so how's that been like in terms of completing the mls sets you're building or deciding Uh, to put money in nba i think I'm being an absolute degenerate and I've went and bought some cards at prices that I know will probably come down short term. Um, but I think longer term it might pay to have the lower serial mints and higher XP. But again, probably not as much as I'm paying. So it's always this eternal kind of battle. Um, but are you going to wait or what's your plan? To be honest, I will be waiting. Uh, currently, I decide to just upgrade my MLS team because, you know, we are at the end of the season. I believe the prices. If even drop for the limited lower, it will be not as much deep as it was for the last game weeks. So I'm trying, like you know, to get the discounts on some some really good players. For example, Drusi will be a banker for next season, I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, and my plan is to play the common league for now, mm-hmm. uh, like you know, the common content, the common champion uh, for the NBA. See how it will be working, what will be the prices at the end of the day, and. Then decide if I want to like you know invest a little bit more uh, and try to build some kind of stack or maybe hopefully we will get some rewards on the football then like you know sell cards uh, at least a part of collection and just starting building the NBA collection because NBA I believe will be massive but I'm not sure yet how it will work at the end of the day so just want to wait and and see. I think I think that's the first thing just to discuss is around you know the, the prices at the minute. Um, and you know, like the the LeBron LeBron James Limited, I'm gonna get I've got these prices written down in dollars, but anyone can go and find them on so rare data. Um LeBron's limited sold for five thousand three hundred and thirty-five. Now limited is one of five thousand as well. Um that that's a that's a one of five thousand cards. That's crazy, yeah. That went for over five thousand dollars. I think Swearham Krishna an investor and so rare bought that. I was in the bid and I put two ETH in and I thought I'll probably be beaten, but I don't think I'll be beaten by that much. And it was like double. Um, LeBron James Rare went for less than double that price, $10,327. So that's like a two to one ratio on a card that's five times more scarce. So already you look at that and you think maybe the Rare was good value in terms of collectability for the one-off, but already the prices will be coming down. The Giannis Super Rare one, and that's a one of 100. So that's essentially like the one of 100 when you really think about it. It went for 23,847 quid, something like 17 or 18 ETH, which is Balubas. And Luka Doncic, I think this is his limited, no, maybe this is his rare, his rare one of, went for 5,884. So I think the reason I say that is just to sort of mention about, like, I think the, the launch of this NBA has really eclipsed anything I thought it would be. I thought yeah, be, I, agree. I, I thought it would be our community getting a little bit excited 
and buying a few cards and having some fun. And I thought it would be better than the MLB, but I didn't think it would be like this. The amount of money, um, the amount of excitement, the amount of teams entering the common divisions. Um, I think they've, they've smashed it out of the park. You know, Common Champion at the minute has almost 70,000 entrants, and there's still a day and 10 hours from recording um, until it locks. You know, that's obscene. Depending on what way they push this over the next day or two, we could genuinely approach 100,000. Yeah, that's crazy and it's mind-blowing. But what you need to consider with the NBA, I believe you have a lot more people wanting to jump in at the start because they realize how big Sora is getting, right, in terms of the NFT. And you will not only have the people who already play the Sora, so for example, like you and me, John, uh, but also people from Top Shot, from the other NFT staffs, people who are just into the collective, uh, collectability. For example, even in Poland, we have like you know a community of people collecting the trading cards for the NBA, and they would never consider playing like you know soccer football, soccer MLB, because it's not their uh, sector, right? Not something that they are interested in. But for the NBA, I believe they may try. So yeah. you will have probably a lot of hype happening for the next uh, couple of weeks. And especially at the start of the season, I was you know, surprised that they started instantly. It was like, you know, the event and okay, three hours before the event, you could go register your account and just select your players. It was just mind blowing. Okay. I was expecting something like, okay, we'll have event and next week you can just start playing. Mm. No, it was just from like you no know, beginning but I, I i think that's that was very powerful because it was like whenever people finish at the event everyone went over to the marketplace and was watching yeah. the marketplace and getting hyped and the bids were flying in on the big cards and there was not long to go until they ended and all of a sudden everyone's launching straight in um I, I think it was very good as opposed to you know the hype of having um your man cat downs or what's his name cat someone downs uh carlton towns Cat, he, yeah. Him, Cass, and the other guy who hosted it, some ex guy who was an MVP or something. I'm going to do some content again around basketball. I think I'll pick basketball up way quicker than MLB, but at the start, before I try and pick it up or learn things, I'm going to have to try and make some funny content. No problem. Back on we'll, we'll for sure help you. <laughs> of me <laughs> trying to like look back. Yeah. And, and But I, I want to do things where I try and guess the crests or like where I try and guess players. Uh, I think it could be funny because I really don't have a clue. But my point is. Off the back of the hype of having people like that speaking about it, the community event with a few thousand people watching or however many were there, all the hype on Twitter, all the excitement, being able to go straight to the market and get started and being able to go straight in and pick your comments, I think that's a really good onboarding tool as opposed to having a little bit of a pause and a lull and then coming back next week. It's like kind of like, bang, let's go. And it's paid, um, I think. In terms of the launch itself and in terms of that um, community event, I think it went really well. Again, it's. I think at times like it's a strange. It looks really professional. This is me being like one thing. I'm not necessarily that I'm critical about. This is talking about something that no one really cares about. But maybe as a content creator, I look at it. I kind of look at so rare as a brand and as an image, and it's almost like they're a gaming company that should be a bit more relaxed and fun. But I feel like those, the way they do those is like ridiculously corporate. Like, to the point, you know when they're looking, like, it's the guy presenting away from the camera. And they talk very clearly and concisely with lots of hands. And it's, Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and whatever, like, I get it and it's fine. It's just, like, super, super, super clean. It's, like, newsreader clean. 
whenever it could maybe be a little bit more lighthearted and fun. Do you know what I mean? And even the fun feels scripted. You know, the fun yeah. doesn't see, feel authentic in it when someone cracks a joke. It, it, it anyway. Whatever about them, they're they're produced to a ridiculously high quality, which is obviously a positive. I just think there could be a bit more heart and feel and maybe a bit more personality from so rare in them. I feel they're very corporate um, and clean and scripted. Yeah, and part of me, part of me, agree with you, John, because I like that you know gamer perspective. I was like you know playing since I remember basically yeah. five years old so uh, it's like one fourth of the century already for me uh, with the gaming yeah. but the second part of me is understanding uh, why they are doing it because if you look at the specific way of the software how the platform works you have not only the players you have the investors because you need mm-hmm. to consider a lot of whales investors you have like you know, a lot of money involved it's not like you will just like you know open the, the game by one pack and just okay that's enough for me i will have fun a lot of people spend a lot of money here a lot of time a lot of a lot of like you know working hours so they really want to look to have that uh very professional very american style look when they are introducing yeah. anything that's it it's very american isn't it yeah yeah that's true from the <laughs> european perspective it's, it's it's very american it's like you know, and it's weird right, because you know. i think i think such so much of the platform is european like the majority but then the other side of it is maybe if you had someone like nicholas on with his thick french accent or if you had like a european on maybe the accent's a little harder to understand globally anyway i am not critical at all of this it's just an observation or like a talk i think as a whole the the whole community event the way it's produced the quality is insane i really liked how informative it was i loved the education i feel like they explained a lot of the core principles really well i feel like if people actually watch that and i don't know how that'll do in terms of like a search um seo over time i don't think it'll it'll hang in the rankings to be honest um but i think initially for that that first wave of onboarding and over twenty thousand people i think seen that video when i last checked it's probably more now I think like a lot of people who first came in with like this, oh, what's going on here? Oh, they're launching NBA. What's going on? Would have came away from that understanding the core fundamentals of yeah. like, I go here, I pick my commons, I buy cards, and I set lineups. This is the this is the points cap, which we'll get on to. This is like the, the contender and the champion. I think a lot of people would have came away from that going like, oh, I get it. Do you know? Do they get the intricacies? Do they know what XP on a card is? Do they know how to trade? Do they know how to make offers? Do they know this? Do they know the ins and outs of the site? Absolutely not. But like, do they know enough to kind of go and not be lost? Yeah, and I think that was really, really good. I think it was. Yeah, and to be honest, I was comparing it to the MLB event, and when you just put side to side the both videos, right, you see they did the research, they do the homework because it's much easier. Maybe this is because the MLB is our much more confusing for the European people, at least hmm. I believe majority of European people. But the NBA event, from my perspective, one word described it perfectly. It was clean. It was yeah. really easy to understand what they want to show us. Yeah, like I literally am looking at that because I'm making a basketball tutorial on it. I did. I could have went and hashed one together and got it out in the day, but I'm trying to make like a good one that'll last. So it's going to take me a few days to get the editing done and everything. Um or at least to send it to the guy who edits them brilliantly. And but I'm looking at their their event almost like a, a blueprint, like, okay, I should probably do it like that because it was very good. Or like do it in that that sort of structure. And obviously just add in the extra flavour of all the things they missed. Um 
But in terms of the actual event and some of the things that came out that maybe weren't expected, I was on the first Mint with LG Doucette. I was on his uh, Discord uh, having a chat maybe a week or two ago and they were asking, like, what can we expect? And I'm sort of saying, like, everything here is me just predicting. Obviously, I predicted the scarcities correctly because that's not exactly mind-blowing. Um, there were a lot of things that obviously I predicted. There were a lot of things that all of us would have predicted and all of us expected. I'm not trying to act like I'm some mystic Mac here. But there were things that maybe were a little bit different. Um, one of which I thought, and I, this is this, these are very subtle things, but I think they're exciting because I think a huge thing that SoRare is lacking is that collectible uh, culture, that culture of collectability, that uh, want or or motivation for people to go and collect. But I think action shots start to start to bring that in. You think in the football side, how excited we get about Hans van der Bruggen with his thumbs up. You think about yeah, how excited yeah, exactly. we get with someone pulling a funny face or doing something silly with their hand or pointing here or doing that. Um, I think NBA already, even just the haircuts and the jersey, I think they're really cool cards. I like the cards. I think it already they look more collectible. Um, but I think when you throw action shots in, which is coming later in the season... I think it's going to go to another level because people will want the Le, the LeBron where he does the thing. I don't know if he has a celebration. I don't know if there's an equivalent of the Ronaldo Sue in basketball. But uh, like, you have a couple of shots you can use, yeah, especially that one with like you know the, throwing the puck up when uh, when he's like you know, preparing before the game. That would be great. And this is something that if you if you go to the Twitter and look for like, you know, the fan posts, a lot of people was asking for the football. Just go with the alternative images. Do something mm-hmm. else. You see here, this is the concept from one account, from the second account. We really want it. And I believe they nail it. And the alternative images will be big thing. This is a good step towards the collectability and something you can reward people without spending like, you know, additional money because you are just changing the image, right? So it's mm-hmm. basically the same card. You are not giving like no additional experience or anything like that. You are just changing the way the card looks and people will go crazy for it. The second thing was the uniques are purple. Yeah, and to be honest, I like it. For for first time I look on the Unix, it was like, okay, it's not black, right? But to be honest, if you go back in the Sorrow Football, the first Unix I believe was brownish color, not the black one. So we got accustomed to the to the black color for the like you know football, the MLB, because this is something we uh saw for the last like two years or something, right? Yeah. But the the, the purple color, the black purple color look really good from my perspective at least. It's something new, something fresh, showing us okay, this will be a little bit different, but still uh having that past uh look uh, with that like you no know, a lot of dark color happening. And that additional I'm not sure how you say it in English that like you no know, uh a weird looking uh, like you have like you know that type of uh something happening almost. in the background. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's yeah. looking almost like in the trading cards you have like you know the shimmer cards or something like yeah, this. So yeah, holographic be, or whatever yeah, it is. Yeah, exactly, exactly. It's really close to that look. I think I think I, I really like them. They're different. It is just a bit different. Now I wonder like it's it's it feels a little weird like in terms of you know how all the cards make sense in terms of like in football we've got our rares and our limiteds and whatever's our uniques and our supers that are all you know the kind of black blue red yellow um in mlb we have the same albeit the scarcity numbers are different and now we have nba where it's the same as mlb oh that makes sense that's intuitive oh but why is that one purple now i think people will work it out they're both quite dark cards they both say one of one i don't think it's it's gonna confuse many people but at the same time it's just like 
I don't get why they've done it, but it's it looks nice. It's just kind of like why it's it's like making the rares next season pink. Do you know, it's like yeah, yeah, I got the point. Uh, do you know, it's kind of like yeah, okay, they could look amazing, but it's like why the super rares next year instead of being blue make them like turquoise so they're they're like slightly teal or kind of aquatic looking like green it's it's like they look lovely but why <laughs> yeah i, I believe you know? they made i believe they made some kind of like you no know, research uh, check what people from like you know, top shots or other like you know, communities like <sighs> do like you know that work job something like this and just realize okay the purple may look good i'm not sure this is only get my myself guessing right but this may be some kind of like you no know, uh, ux research done properly maybe the, that black color was not like you know good enough looking for for the nba i'm not I sure yeah now that's interesting now two things one person said in a comment when i was streaming the other day that re- uh, the purple was very royal it was quite regal as a color yeah and but- if you think about it the los angeles lakers have that like you know yellow purple color they're like you mm-hmm. know king colors right so this also may be a reason i'm not sure <laughs> we'll see probably in the future i'm looking up at the minute people will hear me tip tapping away in the background I'm looking up like top shot scarcities because I wonder like is their most rare moments are their most rare moments are the most expensive ever are they purple because if that was a case I'd think that's like really clever but you know like if they're kind of making the moments or making the cards purple at the unique because that's what top shot or basketball NFT savvy people associate with rare or like the, the rarest or the best I, I don't know it's interesting though uh, but not maybe something to dwell on too much longer. The last kind of point from that that I, or, or even just from the product as a whole on the basketball side that I thought was very interesting that again, maybe the football side could learn from or or take on board is this, well, the champion and contender bit's interesting with the MVP sort of side, but the whole, it's the overarching concept of the points cap. Yeah, and to be honest, this is something we probably need in the NBA. If you consider how much players you have and the base of the players is much much lower than in the football leagues because you have like Mm -hmm. you know across the world many leagues many like you know second divisions you need a way to just avoid situation where a big guys will buy all the good stuff all the good players because it's much easier easier here uh nba don't have such big variance as goes for the points if you go past look in the past like no seasons for the fantasy on the yahoo or any other app if you select a five great players you have a very high chance they will perform through the whole season if you don't have the injury right so this is a first point why the cap points is a good idea from my perspective it's like you know encourage you to think a little bit more uh, do a more research uh, get the possibility for the budget budget players to like you know uh, assemble a good team and mm. the second thing you also have the salary cap in the nba this is true also for the league. You cannot like, you know, have all the stars in one team. For example, Los Angeles Lakers, if they want to have like, you know, LeBron, uh, Anthony Davis and get another big name like Kevin Durant and Steph Curry, it's just impossible. They have like, you know, yeah. a limit how much you can pay. And after that, you need to pay like, you know, luxury tax uh, and other stuff. So this is also very similar to the true world, what is happening in the NBA, MLS also and other big American leagues, right? 
Yeah, I, th- I think that's a great point, and it, it's very fair. It's that if I, I pull up on so rare data, their player rankings page in basketball, and if you look at like the top five, they're all names we know, like Nikola Jokic, Luka Doncic, Giannis. Um, how do we say that? Antetokounmpo. Antetokounmpo. I'm gonna have to get used to that. Antetokounmpo. 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 <laughs> Uh, LeBron James and Ja Morant, right? They're all names that I. Well, Nikola Jokic actually, strangely, is the one of those that I probably wouldn't have pulled out if I had to pick. Yeah, another name I would have boomed, said like Steph Curry. Like no, he boomed like a couple seasons ago. It was I believe four seasons ago when he started to perform really well, and he's like you know reigning MVP. He got like uh, two MVP titles in mm. past years, so he's a big name right now. But he started in the second round. Uh, in the draft, right? He was like, you know, not known at all. And if you look at the, um, he's like, you know, photos from from the past, from the draft day, you will say, oh, this is the kid from the neighborhood I remember, right? It was not. He was not looking like, you know, the athlete you imagine when you took about the the basketball. But he's brilliant. He's having like, you know, the one of the biggest basketball IQs currently in the league. This is like one of those incredible, really, really incredible things. If you actually like look at if like as a as a pub question or whatever, like the three highest scoring players in so rare data like over the last ten, over the last forty as well by the looks of it, and probably over the last I don't know if of this sort of by anyway, none of them are American. Yeah, that's the trend. Uh, a couple last years because what was happening in the basketball this is what I remember because I'm following basketball since almost two thousand. Uh, year 2000 something like this previously you have a lot of big names only from the united states uh in the nba it was a common knowledge people from the ncaa the high schools in america are well known we know who we are picking we know who we are paying we know how they will perform and the europe and the rest of the world was like you know a grain zone uh mm. they of course have like you know a couple of really big names in the past like for example sabonis and and a couple other folks but it was not common to like you know trust the european players but going further you have like you know the evenement of Yanis Antetokounmpo for example from Greece right you have the evenement of Luka Doncic and they started realizing okay the Europe is not that wild place where people don't know how to play the basketball but they have also a quality players and we will see more and more people outside of the United States being a really good NBA players in the future at least I believe so I'm having a look there just to try and find like the best scores that people score because I have a few things to say here. One thing is um, I, I kind of went around it about there, but basically what you were saying about not being able to just go and pick those top five, the Jokic, the Donches, the James, the Morant, the whatevers, and plug them in, it would literally be a case of the, that team probably wins. Like You can put in your Ajax stacks, you can put in your I don't even know who dominant baseball teams are, but like if you and they go, will not win ninety percent of the rewards. Yeah. And the end in NBA, it would happen. You it will have happen. like, just imagine like you know Mbappe, Neymar, Messi, for example, Donnarumma and Marquinhos doing just a big game night, nine out of the ten, ten games. Everyone, not only yeah. like you no know, three or four of those of those guys, but basically everyone. And this is what is happening in the NBA because in the NBA. You have like you no know, five guys uh, on uh, d- during the game at uh, one time uh, for the team, right? And most of the time you have the leader, the alpha dog, for example, let's go LeBron James uh, or Luka Doncic, and everyone will be passing to them. They will be taking the shots. They will be, if they are centers, uh, getting like you no know, rebounds, doing 
everything on the court. They are just like alpha dogs playing 40 minutes if they are healthy. So they will always have the points. So this is the yeah. difference between like, you know, football and, and basketball. Yeah, there's there's way fewer people, I suppose, on a football team when you just look at it in basics. There's 11 players sharing the ball. There's 22 people on a pitch. Whenever you look at baseball, I don't even know how many people are on teams, but there's a lot of batters and a lot of catchers and a lot of throwers and people who do whatever. Not pitchers, there aren't actually a lot of pitchers, but but that that throwers, I'm gonna get trolled over that. Uh, but if you look at basketball, you know there's literally 10 people on the court at any one time, five people in a team. Exactly. And I know they can kind of come on and off and whatever else, but ultimately, like as you say, there could be a guy who's the the, the MVP of that team. He is the alpha dog, as you put it, and he's going to just be there the whole time. So, like, if you pick the five best alpha dogs, that's what we're going to call them from now on, um, you just will sweep up. So, anyway, I love the points cap. 120 points in champion, 120, excluding your MVP. So, you could literally have four players with averages of 30. Um, And it'll be interesting to see over time, does the meta become actually picking two guys uh, who have really high averages and maybe even just going with a DMP or someone with a stupidly low average who might get some game time or someone who hasn't tra- like a really good strategy could become finding a guy who's been out injured who's expected to come back whose average is super low finding a guy who comes off a bench or whatever yeah and- let, let 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 me stop you here for a second John but if I remember correctly what they stated the DNPs will be not counted towards the average score. So this may be a little bit different than football. Oh, I'm not 100 yeah, I I'm not 100% sure, but I believe the updates for the average score will be done only for the games where you played. So this strategy may be a little bit different for the for the uh, basketball than for the football. But going for the other examples, it may be a good idea to have like you said someone who was not playing yet but have like you know a breakup uh, during the season, right? And starting playing, or like mm. you know, a rookie who will jump in for a player who is injured, right? So yeah, th- this will be for, for 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 sure a valid strategy, I believe. I just think I think it's a really interesting thing using the averages as like the points cap. Like in football, imagine we had a hundred and twenty points cap, uh, probably be too low, but because I mean it looks like the basketballers on their best days, like the LeBron's best score over the last whatever. Like if I go and look up LeBron, and his yeah, but best... what 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 I just realized, John, and let's just discuss this if we can. This topic. Imagine they want to introduce the threshold at one point, right? The cap space will enable the possibility to okay, this is the safe zone when we can give the uh, cash, right, and just make sure not everyone gets to that point, right? Because it will be much easier to predict how much points you can mm. have because you have the cap, right? I'm not sure if they consider something like this but this will be an interesting take to also consider if the yeah. threshold i think i think it's another like american sport where they won't want anything to do because of the gambling bit but i mean yeah maybe. that's true um what i'll say is when i'm looking at it there just in terms of shifting expectations and mlb has its own scoring um averages and whatever else but when lebron james is, is averaging like a 55 as opposed to in football we can have guys like messi and whatever i don't know what their averages are up near 70 and you look here and LeBron's best all-time score. Now, this is all-time over, I don't know, three, four, five seasons, whatever amount of data there is here, um, is a 91. And that was in November the 2nd, a few years ago. Last season was an 84. So, like, hitting hundreds isn't a thing. Um, but my point here is we could bring over the points cap to football. For game modes, obviously, the point, the remaining points would have to be higher uh, because in football, you know, a bad player averages a 35 
uh, which is better than a lot of the guys in, in the NBA. But I just like the concept, is kind of what I'm saying, um, in a roundabout way. I really like the concept. And something else I found interesting about it, that someone corrected me on on a live stream yesterday, because I kind of went live relatively soon afterwards, is, you know, in football, you've won or done in terms of you play your game and that's that. Um, if you have two fixtures, the one that you start, blah, blah, counts. The thing with MLB is they, they aggregate because you could have three, four, five games in a game week, whereas basketball does what I think the football one. should do, is the best one, which is it picks your best score. Over yeah, that's the two that's really interesting. That's really interesting because you may have like you know a very tough opponent and very weak opponent. So we will be looking at much different outcome for many players, right? Because for the like you know easy opponent, they tend to throw in like you know a rookies, uh role players. Okay, just get the time. If we are not on the like you know hot spot, we need uh like you know to win by many points or something like this. They just experimenting, right? Giving that that garbage time much more. So you may have the possibility to like you know throw in the smaller players because you know okay they will have the weak opponent in that week mm -hmm. right and i i'm counting only the best score so what's the issue i don't need to worry about okay he will not score good in the first game right i'm having a i'm having a look here is it fair to say that the most people will have is like two games will they ever have three uh i need to check to be honest because I mean, sometimes you have like you know, the tight schedule, right? But I believe the two games will be mostly the, the, the amount you will have during the game week. At least it should be because you have the 82 games per season and you have the playoffs, right? So, yeah, I'm looking at it there because I mean, like, if the game weeks, what are the game weeks run again? Is it like Monday to Friday, Friday to Sunday? Yeah, something like this. Yeah. Or it could be like, yeah overlap by a day but the point is like i suppose i'm trying to look at their blog here if they have a graphic i remember it from the bloody announcement but basically yeah probably two games there might be a freak three game occurrence but i don't know if that's possible because that would be six days which would be outside a game week probably two two yeah do you anyway. need to consider in the nba you are like you know traveling uh by between the cities sometimes like you know it take 10 hours to just get to one city accommodate etc so yeah. it is probably not possible to have more than two games per game week i believe the other thing is just in terms of the progressive eligibility requirements going from commons to five limiteds to three rares and two limiteds which is almost like limited pro in many respects is what it feels like um super rare and then unique like their, their divisions are interesting where there's the kind of rare and limited hybrid uh like we have in baseball it's called limited pro over there here it's just called rare where you'll need three rares i don't know if that'll be changing over time um you know i, I don't think it says that you know, like with the MLB, they basically come out with like different, like they basically had this is what it's going to be, but this is what it is for now. You can use commons instead of limits. For onboarding, yeah. Yeah, for onboarding. I wonder, I don't think this is their onboarding though. I think this is what it's just going to be, which will be five limiteds and limited, three rare, up to three rares and two limiteds and rare. But I wonder, are you able to put five rares there if you want? Uh, three super rares and two rares in super rare, then two uniques and three super rares for unique. Which is all just a bit different. I'm trying to see if I go to the rare, will it give me anything? Won't yeah, I believe they will. They will open it soon, like you know, a uh, couple November. maybe two weeks from now on. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So we will probably have more information. What will be the structure of uh, of the cards you can put, and what will be the rewards, etc. So we probably need a little bit of patience because I don't yeah. remember this information being handled during like you know event mm -hmm. or or the white paper or post. Maybe. I'm wrong. I hope anyone like you know can correct us, but I don't remember that. 
What's interesting as well is like, you know, the contender is essentially like an underdog because you don't get the MVP exemption. So all five players have to come in under the 110 cap. Uh, whereas champion, you get the exemption and you've got 120. So it's essentially like a 120 cap for four players as opposed to a 110 cap for five players. So champions where the rewards are going to be, it's going to be like, let's go. That's where you'll get the rewards from the next scarcity up. And I like that. Um, whereas the contender underdog, you'll be able to win cards from that. Um but be interesting. Now, the other thing, I've mentioned that, I've mentioned that. I had something else. Yes, very quickly. The scoring system. I like how beautifully simple it is compared to the other matrices. Now, that might just be the game allows that. Um, you know, football has many more actions maybe on a pitch and many more things that can happen. And, you know, we the, the matrix is, we, I think we're also happy with it. I'm not, I'm not suggesting for a minute that that changes. But I think just from like an onboarding standpoint, trying to explain like the football matrix or the MLB one can be a bit clunky. Whereas this is literally like, I don't know, nine things. And they're yeah, just so simple. intuitive. You can watch, like I know that I can go and watch my guy play. And even not knowing basketball, I know what to celebrate. And it'll be yeah, exactly. end-to-end stuff. So points get a point. Rebounds get 1.2, assists get 1.5, blocks get 3, steals get 3. If you lose the ball, like a turnover, it's minus 2. If you make a 3-point field goal, you get a point. So basically, if you shoot a 3-pointer, you get 3 points for it, and you get an extra point because it's a 3-pointer. A double-doubles 1, and a triple-doubles 1. That's that's all. (laughs) That's it. That's the matrix. This is going to be beautiful for tutorial content. I love it. Yeah. It would be very easy to like you know introduce new people, and I believe that may be one of the points why they uh, decide to like you know have a much simpler matrix. Because uh, I remember when I tried to introduce my friends from Poland to like you know uh, football or even MLB, it was really hard from time to time to explain. Okay, you have this and this counts. You have minus points for this. This is like you know the the, the additional scoring. It was just a mess. You need like you know a calculator to just get everything right, and and you are watching the game, and you are okay. This will count as the clearance of the line or not? This is something yeah. else. And in the NBA, it will be okay. Point, still rebound. Okay, I have a couple points. That's all. Yeah. So the simplicity here is here is beautiful for the new players, and still I believe complex enough to to have like you know uh, emerging to to find a players that may perform better or worse at current day. I'm having a look here, sorry, at other things. There's, Is there anything else you want to say about basketball before we move on? Yeah, to be honest, I'm really hoping for them to introduce the legends because for the NBA, ah. you will have that crazy de- debate about like, you know, the GOAT players, etc. So imagine like, you know, Michael Jordan cards, even working similar to like, you know, getting the points from the best player on the Bulls roster, for example, something like this. And I believe this is a big place they can like you know throw cards and and just have a big collectability uh point right i i would buy jordan for sure and vince carter for example just to have them i'm looking here sorry i was just looking through cards and speaking of legends now i don't know if this guy's a legend or not but he looks the age of a legend it is i've lost them where'd he go where'd you go 
hope you are looking at Udonis Haslam from that, that's it, it was it was Udonis <laughs> yeah. Udonis someone. yeah yeah Udonis Haslam is like you know the guy who is in the league for so long long time and if you get back to like two years ago it was Vince Carter the first player who played in four decades because he started in the 90s go through the 2000 2010s and ended at 2020 so it was like you know one of the longest careers and and people were, went crazy for this and it's like you know the romantic story of the basketball where you have players performing for so long time and he was playing with Trey Young who was like you know not even born yet when Wins Carter mm. started playing the NBA so it's it's crazy man Udonis Haslam here is 42 years old he's born in 1980 yeah. That's exactly madness old dog yeah yeah so we've already got a legend on the platform um by the looks of it so yeah in terms of nba the legends would be huge i think that would be absolutely insane you know i, I don't even like imagine michael jordan unique imagine that yeah that that, that, that would be crazy i believe Kobe. because every everyone know about michael jordan right michael mm -hmm. jordan was the person who not only introduced the basketball to people who love sports he introduced the basketball to everyone, yeah. everywhere. He was like, you know, the biggest thing after Michael Jackson, I believe, or something like this, if you <laughs> consider it like an award wide, right? Yeah, he was huge, um, and both in stature as well. But the in terms of basketball, I don't know if there's anything else to say for me. I just, I think I'm, I'm very, very, very happy with how it's all went. It seems 10 times smoother than MLB. I think the football crowd can get into it. It's much more intuitive than baseball. It's another kind of field sport. I know it's a court, but you know what point? It's like another field sport where it's like end-to-end, -end, two goals and a ball as opposed to baseball where it's just a completely different type of sport. I think it's much more intuitive and I think the, the amount of, of us that transition over and actually get excited about it will be like nothing we've seen. So I'm, I'm just super excited and happy with how they've done it. Cannot wait to get stuck in. I found myself last night watching the Pelicans versus the Clippers. No, maybe not. Doesn't matter. Giannis was playing. Like, no, that's wrong. Who was playing? Giannis was playing. Was Don't he playing? Backs. Can't even remember. I only watched it for about <laughs> 10 minutes and then I went to my bed. But I was like, it's a whole new sport for me to be watching. And I enjoyed it. When I watch MLB, I always feel a bit lost. Um, but anyway, I've known more on basketball. But there is some stuff on football. Uh, unless you have anything else you want to say before we wrap this up. No, I believe we, we have all the topics we wanted to We've discuss about the yeah. basketball. Exactly. Cool. So the next thing is, and this is actually huge. Well, huge and not huge at the same time. It's um, so rare. This November, own your game, which is crossed out, and it's world. So this November, own your world. I'm just watching back the little trailer. Actually, do you know what I'll try and do? I'll try and switch it over so anyone watching the podcast on YouTube can, can see this now. Um... I don't know if it'll play for you or not, but I'm going to play it. Maybe there's like blockers on Twitter to stop you screen recording. But um, basically, it's this nice little animation of this ball come up on the screen. Um, own your world. And then like it flashes through a bunch of different colors, which I imagine something cryptic. It says this November, Global Cup 22. So rare, Global Cup 22. Now, a couple of things to take from that. If we try and get cryptic about it, there's a bunch of colors of the cards. You could imagine that they are hooked to nationalities that they're going to launch the, the national cards for. That's one way to look at it. Um, another way to look at it is it says cup. So instead of us playing leagues every single week, 
and divisions, what could happen is that us as managers compete in a cup. You know, like in FPL, there's leagues, but there's also the cup. What if yep. there's a World Cup game that is cup-based <laughs> that we can compete in? Now, I don't know if there's enough rounds of fixtures in the World Cup to whittle down 100,000 people or however many to a winner. or So maybe I'm way off the mark, but it would be cool if there were cup competitions or one where the winner gets flown to the World Cup final or something mad. Like, that's just an idea. It's all speculation at this time. Um, or maybe it's just a, a different region that you play in national cards in. So maybe it might be fair to speculate on going and buying the German or French limiteds and stuff from the market because maybe only they will be eligible. But I don't think that... I don't think they would they would pigeonhole it like that. I think they let everyone have fun and get involved with their cards. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Excited for it? Any speculations? Yeah, to, to be honest, I'm excited for the World Cup. Just putting aside all like you know that uh, politics and, and social stuff uh, related to Qatar, I'm really excited for the for the cup itself. And I for sure will be counting that Poland and and France will go as far as possible, because I'm a supporter of France since '98 when. I watched Zinedine Zidane for the first time. <laughs> so yeah. for me, each like in you know, a World Cup, each Euro Cup, it's it's something special. Even when I have like you know the break with with the football, watching only the basketball, I was trying to, to follow the World Cup. So I'm excited and hope Sorry will utilize as much as possible and like you know bring the excitement to the game too. It's two fun teams to be watching. France have a have a gift of a group: Australia, Tunisia, and then Denmark. I want to say a gift. Obviously, there'd be a couple of challenges there. Group C with your your team Poland up against Mexico, Saudi Arabia, and then Argentina. It will uh, be so tough. It will to be see, very tough. <laughs> get to see them play against Messi, which is great. Um, looking at the rest of the groups, I don't know. I need to pick a team to support. I need to pick a team to go balls to the wall and support. Um, I don't know who that's going to be. I really don't know who that's going to be. Uh, send your applications in the post for me to become uh, a national supporter of your country. There, there's lots there. I've always had a soft spot for Mexico. I don't fancy them getting out of that group, though. Maybe. Yeah, and to be honest, fingers crossed for USA. I know they are not like you know the, the favorites or, or anything like this, but I believe they may be a black horse here and and try to like you know grab the the, the uh, going to the, the uh, later rounds. We'll see. And especially considering they will have like you not know, the next World Cup, so they're trying to do the best thing they can to to improve. The, the whole football in the in the United States, yeah. I think it would be very good for both SoRare as a platform and football more so as a whole if the USA had a run. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Or even That's Canada. True. But the USA, if they went on a run to the quarters or something, I think it would be... A big market to support it, yeah. That's true. It would be huge. Um, even just collectability and soccer cards as a whole because they've, they've such a great wealth of talent there. Um, so many youngsters who, who are doing great things and look like they're going to be it but it would just be great to see them actually do something um, but we'll see we'll see so the World Cup is coming and so is the So Rare Global Cup 2022 excited to see what it is also what you know what I'd love to see some sort of like community initiatives now I am not the guy to organise this sort of stuff because I'm a chump but like I remember there was like the community led event where it was about like the World Cup where Maybe the community's too big now to do things like this, where different groups of lads kind of had um, a nationality of team and they had to assemble teams each week of cards from only that team and competing and blah blah I didn't actually take part in it, but I remember like thinking it was great. That was around when I initially kind of joined SoRare, but um, 
yeah, it'd be interesting to see what sort of community-led initiatives there are and what other things go on. I think it's going to be a really fun time. And there'll be, I think yeah, we still be a have lot some... of... Sorry, go for it. Yeah, we still have some time, but it's like, you know, getting closer. So I hope yeah. that we'll leak a little bit more information pretty soon and yeah. we'll see what will, what it will be. Yeah, I think as well, like just from a... It's a weird one where even for so rare as an opportunity to market to other fantasy game players and football fans usually what you have is the the season runs it finishes in may you have a few weeks and then the world cup will start or the euros and people generally probably switch off from fantasy gaming or football probably not football because the, the international competitions or in the summers where there's nothing my point is when the season's done they might switch off and look at it as a break until the next season or even just from fantasy games whereas they think at the minute People are right in the middle of their DFS, FPL, whatever it is, seasons. And they're like chomping at the bit to play more because it's football time. And like football time is here and it's going to be the World Cup. So maybe that that's a bit of a stretch. Me trying to think psychologically, people will be more game and, and looking forward to playing. But I don't know. I think there'll be a lot of people looking for something to do. And I think giving them so rare as an option as the World Cup game of choice, they'll be the, the standard. I think it's McDonald's fantasy out there. I've no doubt there'll be other games that spring up with jackpots for this and dfs is promoting that and grand prizes but like i, I just think it's a big opportunity for so rare to yeah that's for sure they, they, they need to like you know use this opportunity because if you don't do it you will have like a normal game weeks right only just selecting the teams they need to utilize the time they have with the world cup especially at this point of time it's like you know uh, near to christmas right so people will be at that specific atmosphere yeah that's true um, we're going to answer a few questions that were submitted. I didn't put it out on Twitter this week because I knew we had enough to talk about anyway, and we're in a Discord, so I just put it to the guys in there. Um, so the first question came from Raymond. So he's seen it asked before, or he's asked it before, but he's not sure if it's ever been discussed. What do you think about utility at the end of a player's career? See Higuain, uh, who's just obviously retiring. Would we just accept that it? That's it for our cards, uh, or would a retirement league or legends or retirees league be a good idea? What do you think about that? To be honest, this is a specific question, very interesting one. And when I think about it, the one way you can handle it is like you know transforming the big names. If like you know someone really likable, like Higuain is ending the career, to the legend, right? And everyone who have that card just like you know utilize it and treat it treat it as a legend card right mm. because people will have that card and this will be giving like you know another life for the card and possibility to still use it because the legend uh, market is not as big i believe you don't have like you know very pricey cards even the the, the, the highest ones are like you know pretty cheap so it wouldn't probably probably wouldn't like you know uh, harm any anyone as goes for like you know uh, finances or anything like this and you can have something for the long-term players because i believe of course you can exploit it just buying like you know at the end of the career just hoping it will be a legend but also many guys probably have this card for a long long time right if you have like mm. someone like higuain and you have the possibility to play him later on let's just imagine Chiellini probably in the like a you know, couple next years right or any other big names so this is this is an interesting concept that Sower probably can can think about yeah because i think the the way the legend score is obviously very creative and i think you know i like the variance of adding two normal players into those lineups i think with retirees you could do something as simple as the team that they retire at is essentially considered their legend club it gets exactly it gets very messy from a perspective of setting lineups um 
or even just like a user interface and trying to explain that i think because people will look at someone like Equine and they might think if his cards uh i don't even know what cards he has but let's just pretend it was fucking whoever equal gareth bale right and it's a it's a real madrid card and people have this real madrid card entering him into this retirees competition but it's actually him um is it la where does he play in the mls lafc yeah lafc yeah, LAFC. but he's actually scoring as an lafc forward or whatever that's just what i did there's there's user interface like ui ways around that but i don't know there's, there's a million ideas remember they had that game jam thing i wonder whatever came of it or what's coming of it um but i think like utility for retired cards is great fun but i think at the minute it's best just to assume it doesn't exist anything that comes as a bonus do yeah, don't speculate, don't buy the cards yet. <laughs> we don't yeah. have any inside information, so yeah. Exactly. I, I don't know. I, th- I think it would be a lovely thing to have. It does get a bit messy, and there are only so many rewards at the end of the day. And It is all hard, though, when you think about the platform in a sense that 99% of cards at the minute, because there isn't, as I keep saying, that culture of collectability. I know that sounds a bit wanky, and I keep saying it, but like... Y- Every card on the platform essentially is trending to zero. They'll probably come out the blocks as a youngster or whatever. They'll have a value and the closer they get to retirement, they're just going to keep going down to the point that they're worth nothing unless they're a really a legend um, as they retire. If it's a Ronaldo, if it's a Messi, if it's an Mbappe, whoever, they'll have collectability. But everyone else, like, I don't know, pick someone who's getting old, who's got like a Hans Vanneken. Hans Vanneken, apart from maybe cult so rare people wanting him for a laugh, is essentially worth zero the day he retires at the minute, the way the platform stands. So 99% of players in the platform are trending to zero, which is kind of a weird way when you think about it. But maybe there's ways they could make it trend not quite to zero. Maybe yeah, this, is something, this is something I was uh, thinking about like you know, a couple last days. Just imagine someone having a big limited gallery, like know, a couple thousand cards. And one day, two, three, four, five years from now on, you will just have like a half your gallery doing nothing just laying and, and taking your space in like you know ui right so this is something also uh is something that somewhere from my perspective could address so just select who uh which cards who players you want to see on your gallery for example right? it would be much cleaner easier because currently when i have like you know players that are not playing anymore or playing for like you know the third league the lower leagues i'm just i'm just looking at them and okay he's playing or not the ui is different mm-hmm. because you have that image from the original club he moved somewhere so sometimes it's getting really really messy i think as well like it gets messy if you if you do allow retired cards entering competitions like if we think about this longer term let's look at sore in 10 years there's 10 years worth of supply 10 years worth of cards and let's say 20 percent of them 25 percent of them, whatever it is have retired more i don't know i don't know how many more actually if it was that long but my point is that's a lot of cards that if you're given that many cards utility you know that's just like cards almost need to expire to maintain the size of the competitions and the size yeah, of the true. rewards that need to be given otherwise it's just this infinitely growing thing where they need to constantly pluck new rewards out and you're not going to give away retired players as rewards so you're going to have to take them from another pool that said they give away legends as rewards legends are legends you want them you don't want bloody craig bellamy now that he's retired do you know what i mean <laughs> yeah i got your you point don't, you don't want fellini when he's gone that legends are wanted because they're legends so i don't know Maybe we're going down a rabbit hole we don't need to go down. But yeah, I think 
some sort of utility for the retirees, even some sort of SBC type stuff to get rid of them or get a collectible, trade them in and get a collectible of the club. Do you know, trade in five retired Man United players, if they ever get United, to get the United crest for your club or whatever it is. You know, maybe something like that. Um, Anyway, yeehaw, or like trade in whatever. No, maybe that's just shit, because that's just, again, they're going to have to pull money out of somewhere to fund it. I was going to say, like, trade in five retired Bruges players to claim a jersey or, you know, I don't know, something. Maybe. Yeah, but you you can have like you know the UI things, for example, let's say like logo of the club, right, or or something like this, or like you know the background on your profile. This would work from my perspective if they it's it's only the image, right? It's PNG yeah. or or JPEG, so this is something they may consider. Just like you know, throw that old cards that are not usable anymore. We don't support them, and just get rid of them from your from your gallery, and we'll give you like a background for the brush, one version, second version. People like this stuff. To be honest, I like it too. I just want to like, you know, customize my, my profile. I have another question for you. It's from Yeehog. Amazing. Would love to hear how the switch from Europe to MLS turned out from both from a reward and enjoyment perspective. So we heard about your great win of Darwin. Um, so we kind of know you've already won pretty well. From an yep. enjoyment perspective, is it doing it for you? Obviously, you've been based um, in Europe. Yeah, to, to, to be honest, uh, the enjoyment is here because MLS was something new for me. I was knowing almost nothing about the MLS besides, like, you know, a couple of big names from the past. And currently, I'm trying to, like, you know, follow uh, the MLS, getting interested in it. Whenever the Apple TV will launch the streams worldwide next season, I will for sure will be watching. And this is something see, that sorry, is, you've you've mentioned yeah? that twice. You see this Apple TV launching the streams worldwide. Is that just where you are, or, or is that just for the MLS? Uh, it's for for MLS as far as I know because they MLS, okay. have like you know ten years long uh, right. contract with the MLS. So this is a big thing from my perspective because, like I said, in Poland it's really hard to watch MLS besides like you know going with the highlights, YouTube videos, or like you know mm. uh, other places. Let's say, uh, and in the USA I know you have like you know blackouts. Also, you not you can't like you know watch all the games for your team sometimes a lot of stuff happening yeah. and apple will be just streaming everything you will just like yeah. going like 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 the league pass for the nba uh, right you can just like, buy the subscription and watch every game go with the replays go with the highlights watch like you know two games or three games at the same time so this is something that will be helpful for anyone in the world who want to watch the MLS, and and this is a big thing from my perspective at least. So sorry about like you know repeating myself. No, uh, I asked. But, I asked yeah, you too. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That that will help, and that's good for the enjoyment. To be honest, when I was watching Bruges, for example, uh, and I like to watch uh, the games from time to time, and of course the Liverpool. When I'm watching and I know I have the cards, it's like you no know, stress, right? I, I'm not focusing on the game uh, itself uh, too many times because I'm just wondering, okay, Darwin score. Or, or Vana can have points or, or like, you know, Minolet don't have the clean sheet anymore, something like this. And yeah. whenever I switch to the MLS, it's much easier for me because I don't have that deep, like, you know, connection with the clubs yet. Maybe for the Philadelphia will be, like, you know, happening next season, I will see. Uh, so now I can, like, chill watching, like, you know, the Liverpool games or, or like, you know, stress out, but not for sorry reasons. Yeah. And just, like, you know, focus the sorer on the MLS, the America, for example. So it's it's better for me as it goes for the enjoyment too. So yeah, it works out. That's brilliant. No, I like that because I, I don't know. It's MLB, Asian football and MLS, and Brazilian football, non-European football, I'll say. I kind of bung, bundle them all in in terms of, I find them hard to follow 
And because I don't have that base understanding, I find it daunting. Some people look at it and go, this is an opportunity for me to dig into data and football manager money ball the shit out of this and have a ball. And I kind of buy players that experts tell me to buy just cause, so I have a bit of exposure for bit of fun but that's always it limited because i give the cards away at like rare and super rare with my own money and my own cards and my own enjoyment i like i stick to europe because it's what i know some people love the challenge of learning something new i just think there's already so much to follow um that it's just daunting like i already have to follow five to ten leagues worth of players and fixtures and results and injuries and expanding that to another five or ten it's just like fuck geez that's a lot but I'm over the moon that you're you're having a ball with it. Um, and, yeah, I'm pretty happy. <laughs> yeah, let, let's let's hope the Apple Apple um, deal changes the game. Trip and B wants to know if you've bought a Kai Wagner shirt yet. Ah, uh, that's the question. Yeah, to be honest, I was wondering uh, if I should buy like you know Kai Wagner uh, shirt for this season, but uh, I'm trying to figure out if I want the shirt from this season or the upcoming one. So I will probably stick out to the same thing I did with the Liverpool shirt, which I have on me right now and just go with my name and my number on the back just to support the club not the one player now we've got two more things to do uh one is the 137 game which now that i'm not really doing this podcast with 137 p.m feels a bit weird um so i don't know i'm probably going to can it in soon it's also going to cost me a fortune the pot is now up to 367 euros i'm going to give the charity i'll do that around christmas um I think of an idea of the charity I want to give it to, but anyway. Uh, Chani scored 110 points with Saliba and Sole. One got a 65, one got a 45. Um, Saliba with a 45, Sole with a 65. 110 is 27 off the total. is 23 added to the 344 we had, 367. So I kind of want to give you a spin at it, but equally it's coming to an end. So I don't know if I need to come up with another game. The 66 game. Trent Alexander-Arnold number behind me could be fun. Or... Something to do with Danny P. I don't know. I'll have to have a think of some other game. Or maybe just not have one. Because I'd be interested to see how many people give a shit at the end of the podcast. But before we do that, you mentioned a giveaway. Desper, a very generous one. Do you want to do that or what? what's the story? Yeah, 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 of course. So what I want to do, I have like you know a couple spare cards from, from the MLS right now. Because I went a little bit of the shopping spree. It's nothing big. But I have like you know a double card for every player from the Austin. It's uh, Daniel mm-hmm. Pereira. Uh, Musa Gide and uh, Julio Cascante. So it's like, you know, def- defender, midfielder, and, and, and attacker. Uh, two are from U23 Utility. And I just want to give it out to the community. And we'll have only one question. So uh, it will probably take a little bit more time. Just predict who will win the MLS this year. You have like, you know, unlimited teams right now because it's much lower. We are already deep in the playoffs and we need to consider uh all the teams that are still uh playing and what do you think john it will take like you know a little more time but <laughs> I, well no i, I i'm into it no, that's fine whatever you want to do in terms of what do i think in terms of the result i haven't a clue yeah, because i don't follow the mls after, after, yeah <laughs> and after the podcast i will send the card to you so it will be like you know the gatekeeper and whenever you will have like you know the, the future stream we will know who won the mls we can just uh do the lottery and see who was that the closest. That sounds amazing. Well, look, very generous of you, Desper. It's it's uh, it's incredible if you do that. So everyone, where do you want, where do you want to be shown some love as well? Do you have a social of choice? Do you have like a a channel or somewhere you know, that you like to? I ha- yeah, I have a Twitter, but I'm not posting uh, too much there. Maybe it will uh, change in the future. So if anyone want to like you know check, just can go with the 
Krzysztof underscore Kasak on, on the Twitter. Uh, right now, I will probably have mostly like you know redirection of the of the tweets from from your channel and other guys' channels, but maybe something will will happen there in the future. Cool. Well, you're some man. Um, go and answer this question below, and you'll be in with a chance. We're going to give these three cards away to one person who who's correct, and we'll maybe randomly draw a winner, um, or desperate here can pick a winner, and let me know who to give it to. So that's that. Fair play to you. Appreciate that. Um, the second thing is who, what two players, or three or ten players would you like for the one thirty-seven game? We're going to play it this week. You could even pick basketballers. Isn't that mad? Hmm. That's that's, that's that great, great for, point. So, how many players should I pick? As I many, will probably go with the basketball. It will be funny. <laughs> as as many as you want. Okay, game week so... one. It would be game week one. If you're going basketball, it's game week one because I'll need to know where to look. So it'll be game week one basketball this weekend. Okay, so let's go with Nikola Jokic. That's for sh- sure. Uh, we want the MVP in the game. Yeah, uh, let's go with the Luka Doncic and Yanis Antetokounmpo. So we'll have our three guys from from outside of the USA. Okay. Uh, let's top it with one American player, and this will be a little surprise. Let's go with the uh, Russell Westbrook. We want to see if Russ will like, you know, play well this season or not. Mr. Triple-Double, the guy himself. And the last one will be a uh, mm-hmm. Polish yeah. You're aiming for 137 points. Oh, okay, because we want to go below. Uh, you're, you're picking, oh, yeah. You're, you're probably, well, you see, you're, you're, are you picking like the best team possible? Because these guys are ballers. Yeah, that's true. Okay, so let's change it out a bit. Like oh, with Nikola Jokic. Yeah. Jeremy, Jeremy Sohan. So okay, let me just spell that one for me. Jeremy. S-O-C-H-A-N. S-O-C-H-A-N. Is he a rookie? Yeah, he's a rookie. I bought and his car. Yeah, yeah, and he's uh, from Poland. Unreal. He, he was like, you know, he have like, you know, a Polish mother. Uh, he was born in the UK and raised in the United States, but he's playing for the Polish national team. So let's go with him. So it will be probably around, let's say, seventy to eighty points right now, and let's throw in Ra- Russell Westbrook. Yeah, Westbrook. so it will be Nikola Jokic, Jeremy Sohan, and Russell Westbrook. I believe okay. this may be very close to the, to the number. I like that. I like that. The the issue basketball presents to this game is maybe the predictability of high scores. If we look at the likes yeah, of that's like true. A, you know, like a Jokic, um, how how consistently he'll score. Let me see. What are his his SO five scores like over the last while? Yeah, like sixty four more often than not, isn't it? People can come <laughs> into this and fleece me because they'll just pick sixty scores. Two players like a, a Jokic and a LeBron will be close enough every week. You'd imagine, but. Desperate, it's been an absolute pleasure having you here. Thank you for coming Thank on. Uh, people can find you, Christoph Kazak, is it, on Twitter, yeah, exactly. you said? Um, I'm sure you'll be in the comments below this. Um, and everyone, make sure you get in. Desper doing that. Desper is obviously your AKA, your other name. Um, people can get involved in that giveaway below by answering your question. And we'll see them next week. Thanks for being here. Like the video on your way out and subscribe. See you later. Bye-bye. Thank you, everyone. Bye.